Hola, ¿cómo está? This is your amiga guapa, Zamieka. Hi. So, Monday is finally over and today is Thrift and True Crime Tuesday. Yes, I think I should do a shout out to my constant zombies. Yes. Hi to Sheena Marie, Harji, Je Princess Jennifer and Janelle. Hi. So those are the people na very constant in asking me um, when the homega upload, uh, what will be the next story. So I just would like to say that that actually flatters my heart every time and that makes me want to do more of what I do here on our channel. But if you are new here, hi, I'm Zamieka, a science research specialist by day and a true crime enthusiast by my Google search history. Basically, I cover true crime stories with the sole reason to bring awareness and to remember those victims because they will never be forgotten and um, we hope to learn from their cases too. I mean no disrespect to the victims and to the families. Uh, sadly, we weren't able to do anything to save their lives but if this can prevent that from happening to other people then I'd be very happy to be here for you every Tuesday. No, I'm not gonna do my makeup. What I did is I had my face prefix and dress as I see fit for the story that I'm going to tell you with ukai ukai clothes. Yes, with thrifted clothes. Welcome to Zamieka Manila, your thrift and true crime stories channel. Please comment down below if you happen to know someone who does exactly like this because I'm gonna bet my ass I did this first. Now for today's thrift fit, we have jumper on jumper. I love this blush knitted jumper. Most of us call this long sleeve or sweater, but in UK, they call this a jumper. This fit is inspired by this photo of Maya. Who is she? We'll find out in a few. I found this gold buttons very interesting. Nantarnished pang hardware and I got it for 80 pesos. As always, alam kong napaka tempting mag ukay ukay ngayon, but I do not advise. If you really wish to, please, please be careful or thrift online instead. Alright, so since our channel is all about true crime stories, there will be very sensitive topics, sensitive photos, videos. So, warning. The following video contains graphic materials that may be harmful or traumatizing to some audiences. But my grammar is far more deadly than all the murderers that we will encounter in this channel. If you are a grammar Nazi, you'll die here. But I hope you endure, dear. Viewers' discretion is advised. I know I said that today we will have the people v. Lloyd Bagtong. Uh, that was a case na kinain ng lalaki yung kausap niyang Englishera. Yes, a lot of you were very um, interested in that case. However, I figured that we should prioritize this case because this is an ongoing missing person case yes so uh, today from Manila this case will take us to Chula Vista San Diego California Sa kagustuhan kong makakuha ng first-hand information about this case, I've watched uh, people talking about this case who are based in Chula Vista, San Diego. So, I ran across this Filipina who was talking about the case and she was actually really good in talking about it. And nag-comment ako doon na, um, you are actually a good um, storyteller and I love your makeup. Her makeup was on fleek, so... And she was like, yes, I am uh, actually a makeup artist back in the Philippines. And I am also Jess Saragossa's mom. And I was like, oh, oh my god. No wonder, kasi maganda talaga siya. And the way she speaks, like, yeah. Uh, it was already 2 in the morning and nawala talaga yung antoko because I really love Jessa Saragossa and her daughter Jada. So, hi Miss Eileen. Um, Jessa Saragossa's mother's um, YouTube channel is Miss Eileen Forever. I'll be putting it here and I'll be linking it down below too just in case you want to meet her. She's actually a good person. Like, like just so refreshing to watch. You all know how I really wanted to focus on Philippine crimes. However, everywhere in the world, there will always be Filipinos. And in America, this is a huge, huge case like right now. Like, 
now at the moment however it doesn't seem like parang hindi siya umabot here in the philippines and just in time for the mother's day uh this month marks the fourth month of the disappearance of the filipino american mom maya miliete and the prayers of the philippines are highly needed Maya Miliete is a 39-year-old Filipino-American mom who was last seen on January 7 and has been reported missing since January 9, 2021. Maya Talabanza Miliete is originally born here in the Philippines and anim silang magkakapatid. The eldest is Maricris and when she was 12, they moved from the Philippines to Virginia and then Honolulu, Hawaii. And like a typical Filipino family, they are a close-knit. They are a close family. And at age 18, she married her high school sweetheart, Larry J. Meliete, in 1999. The two now lives in Chula Vista, San Diego, California, where um, Larry was originally from before moving to Honolulu, Hawaii. And Chula Vista is the second largest uh, city in San Diego metropolitan area. And Larry and Maya uh, are married for 21 years and have three kids, two girls and one boy, ages 11, 9, and 4. Larry was in the Navy for four years. However, according to uh, the articles that I've read recently um, he is now staying at home and watching the kids while Maya in early 2020 worked as a civilian contract specialist uh, for the Navy Southwest Regional Maintenance Center uh, in June 2020 she was later transferred to the Naval Information Warfare Center so um, she also worked there as a contract specialist and the family live a very comfortable life. They have a huge home in Chula Vista with nice neighborhood. They also own um, a number of family cars. Yes, not just one, but plenty of them. And Maya is a proud new owner of a Jeep Wrangler. She was very excited about it that she even uh, joined Jeep Owners Association or groups in Facebook. She was very happy owning it and Maya is actually named after a Philippine hummingbird which is Maya yes and the name implies that she likes to play guitars to sing that she also um, often posts her videos in her Facebook and she even have uh, a tattoo I don't know if the tattoo is yung nasa wrist niya is the Philippine hummingbird or kasi sa shoulders niya is the uh, musical notes so I don't know if sa shoulder ba yung my Philippine hummingbird or sa wrist she's quite an adventurous person uh, she is a woman who loves to ride her motorcycle she is an outdoorsy type and friends um, describes Maya as a lively person the type na if you are in a bad mood she will put you in a good mood yes and she also loves her kids like she likes to be a mother above all things she likes to be a mother in 2020 larry and maya's marriage wasn't really working at all like they argue a lot they fight a lot that is how maricris have described the marriage larry on the other hand he sent tons of messages like hundreds of messages to family and friends like ranting about Maya having an affair that he even talked to Maya's boss telling to withdraw all the male workers uh, near Maya yes and all of these without a solid proof that Maya is having an affair that also in June uh, 28 2020 he sent text messages to family and friends this uh, Bible verse Proverbs chapter 5 verses 3 to 13 which includes phrases that says the lips of the adulterous woman drips honey and her feet go down to death her steps lead straight to the grave also on September 16 2020 he sent someone he sent some people a photo of them together surrounded with candles and also parang may mga dugo it looks like a 
blood altar i don't know that what witchcraft it is but larry you're so so creepy and yeah someone also um have told the authorities that around december 2020 there was a function and larry was discussing to friends about um, maya having an affair that he wanted to kill maya and her boyfriend that if he is going to do it he gotta study it thoroughly and also he offered twenty thousand dollars which is almost equivalent to one million pesos if i'm not mistaken to have someone kill maya and her boyfriend maya on the other hand although larry have asked the pastor to talk to maya because she really was leaning towards divorce so she, larry used the religion to keep Maya in the marriage also Larry would read Maya uh, the Bible but Maya it, it isn't really working with her it's not that she is not religious at all she's like she's fixated she's going to leave the marriage she's going to divorce Larry and just finally leave Larry Maya was last seen by her family on January 3 because according to Marikris, uh, on January 3, they went to a family trip. They went to visit Glammy Sand Dunes in California still. Uh, the whole family was there and Maya was very excited to bring the Jeep on the trip. And it was basically a huge family trip because Maya also have kids and yeah they went together and they were enjoying however although they are having fun uh, the family have noticed Larry and Maya arguing all throughout the trip although hindi sila nagaawa in front of them they would go to some corner and then argue and then after that hindi sila nagpapansinan so um, the family felt the tension between Larry and Maya and they were like, oh, they're having marital problems. Mary Chris, the sister, thinks that the fight was about the Jeep. Larry wants to drive the Jeep and explore the dunes. They don't want to ride together. Uh, Larry was actually acting different, like acting strange. Um, he doesn't interact with the family. Um, personally, as a person, hindi naman talaga very you know very like extrovert itong si Larry however normally he would interact with the family so the family remembers the trip as a happy one also an awkward one and they remember that Maya made a remark that if something happens to me it has to be Larry after the trip they also planned another trip and that is uh, a trip to Big Bear Lake on January 10 Sunday which is the birthday of um, Maya's eldest daughter so they have this group chat where they plan everything they talk about what to bring what activities to do basically just a common um, meeting or like However, in January 7, that was the last time that the family have heard of Maya. No, they were uh, talking, they were planning what to do, what to, what to bring, how to make the birthday special. And it was Maya's daughter's birthday, so normally she is leading the planning. However, parang bigla na lang hindi nagreply si Maya so she wasn't responding to the conversation now the family got weirded out kasi Thursday na and they're not done planning yet and Maya is not responding so her brothers and sisters sent separate messages outside of their group chat and all the same walang nagre-reply tinawagan din nila si Larry tumawag din sila kay Maya and the same also that a call would go straight to the voicemail so they were like panicking na malapit na yung trip we are planning this big bear trip and Maya is missing in action the next day January 8 that was um Friday um they decided na dapat may pumunta kay Maya to check her out kung kumusta siya especially that the trip is coming up so one of her brothers, uh, JR, came to her house in Chula Vista after work. So he only wanted to see if Maya is okay, if he needs something like packing for the kids, anything in preparation in relation to the trip. JR knocked on the door sa bahay and then Larry um, 
let him in and he was like um, is Maya here I just want to talk to her if there's anything she would need for the trip and then Larry said nah yeah she's upstairs you can go and check on her so JR went upstairs and then knocked on Maya's bedroom and there was no answer and he tried to open the door but it was locked so what he did is he knocked again and said Maya if you can open the door so that I can talk to you if there's anything you would need something like that and still Maya wasn't answering so Larry said nah you know what maybe she's sleeping that is why she's not opening the door um, I could tell her na bumisita ka or you can come back some other time so at this point JR have noticed na my hole beside the doorknob and it was freshly um, repaired it was still dumb and it is relatively new to his judgment but during that time um, JR has nothing to be suspicious about so he agreed to Larry and yeah he agreed to um, Si Larry nilang magsasabi kay Maya that he came by to check on her and then he left the house. Come January 9, Saturday, uh, still the family have, haven't heard of Maya. So um, they were like, why is she not responding? It's, it's Saturday and bukas na yung trip. Like, birthday na ng anak niya bukas. And that is very unlikely of Maya to not to communicate to her family for two days so the family was starting to panic and the parents decided to go to their house in Chula Vista and when they arrived they told Larry that he has to open the door okay they don't care how Larry is going to open the door whether he, he will kick it or whatever just to open it up because they need to talk to Maya so Larry said nah just a second I'm going to look for the spare key for the room and he did found it and he opened the door and when the door was open there was no Maya inside the room had no signs of anyone who was sleeping there parang walang natulog doon also walang suitcase that was prepared for the trip tomorrow so that is kind of um, weird to the family that um, walang preparations for uh, the birthday tomorrow and they were like the family panicked like where is she why is she not here like we haven't heard of her since Thursday and Larry tried to calm them down like saying maybe she went for a morning hike or went to a winery in Temecula because she likes doing that she likes going there and the family was like it doesn't make sense why wouldn't she not tell you that she is going on a hike and if she was in Temecula why is her brand new Jeep parked in the driveway and Larry was like, maybe she doesn't want to tell anyone. She wanted to be alone. We had a fight last night and maybe gusto niya mag cool down. And maybe uh, Maya is just doing her own thing and there's nothing to be worried about. Normally, her parents were very um, worried. They haven't heard of her since Thursday and her car is parked outside and they don't know where she is that they feel like they need to call the police but Larry convinced them not to since they had a fight last night baka nagpapalamig lang si Maya and this happened before na pag nag-aaway sila Maya would go somewhere else just to you know cool down and uh, Maya will not be out of the house for more than a day so if Maya doesn't come home tonight then that is the time that they will call the police Maya's family were like okay but they went to places na usually tinatambayan uh, ni Maya and also places that according to Larry Maya would go so they continued searching for her calling her phone number but there was no reply and there was also uh, no activities in her credit cards because her credit cards were also um, missing so Yon and um, they continued looking for her around the area also um, contacting friends if they have seen Maya and you know um, yeah at around 11 p.m. Gabina 
and still there was no Maya there was no sign there was no trace of Maya so Marikri said that all right okay this is it we need to call the police and Larry was like no uh, just don't call the police yet let's wait for 4 30 a.m. maybe she would come back by that time but Marikris said no we haven't heard of her since Thursday we've been looking for her the whole day and there was no sign of her so we gotta call the authorities so at 11 18 p.m. Marikris called the Chula Vista Police Department and reported that her sister is missing so since the call was made at 11 18 p.m so the police were able to um, arrive at larry and maya's place it was already 1 a.m so that is omagana january 10 sunday so um, they started the investigation they started the search and as part of the um, investigation they want to see or review the cctv of the house since the house is equipped with security cameras however the security system of the house is you guessed it right it was down so there was no record kung anong nangyari of the past days however although uh the police weren't able to see kung ano yung mapangyayari sa bahay because the security system was down they were able to have access of the CCTVs sa neighboring houses now um, that is the timeline according to the family and the police from the time that they last saw her up to the time that Maya was reported missing now let's take a look with uh, Larry's own timeline since the day na nag-away sila up to the day that Maya was reported missing. Now due to Maya's disappearance, Larry had a 10-minute phone interview with a reporter. I think that is with ABC 10 News San Diego. So there he discussed, he explained his own version of the timeline from the day na nag-away sila ni Maya the last time he saw Maya till the day that Maya has been reported missing. So um, there's sinabi niya, he started with January 7th, Thursday. Uh, they had a fight, okay, which is kind of normal uh, between couples, married couples, so sila, and Maya asked for some space and they live in this huge house in Chula Vista with a lot of bedrooms. So it is kind of possible for them not to see each other the entire afternoon so um, he also admitted that uh, their marriage is like they're not doing okay for the last year and their setup na lang sa bahay nila is like they are roommates Maya has her own space in the house and then Larry also has his own area in the house and on that day January 7 uh, they slept on separate groups so that is pretty much how January 7th went. The next day, January 8th, Friday, Larry decided to take his four-year-old son to Solana Beach. Yes, which is a 47-kilometer drive away from Chula Vista. So that is relatively far. Yes, and mind you, there are a lot of closer beaches in Chula Vista. And I don't know why as to Larry brought his four-year-old son as early as 6 30 in the morning to Solana Beach to a far beach yes and as for the two daughters um, he said iniwan niya dun sa bahay because he knows that Maya is there to take care of them and he didn't really saw Maya on that day but he knows that Maya was there so yun, um, he was with his son at Solana Beach as claimed by Larry for 10 to 12 hours Zambi so that's quite a long time to spend on the beach okay sana kung summer like well in California maganda naman talaga yung weather nila doon however according to uh, the citizens in California beaches in January is actually chilly and windy so to stay there for that long is it's not kind of enjoyable however yun, yun yung sabi niya and 
do you know what's really weird? He went to Solana Beach and he left his phone and the GPS box of the car. Yeah, so that to me is actually very suspicious. No, you're going for a long ride, like 47 kilometers, and you didn't brought you didn't bring your GPS. I mean, well, maybe because he is very familiar with the place but to think that you left your two daughters at home with your wife and you left your phone what if something happened like for an emergency and you didn't brought your phone so kung mabuti kang asawa why would you left your phone and the gps tracker ng car at home unless you don't want people to track where you've been okay so this, th these are just speculations, you know. So that is also the same um, opinions that uh, the public has. So um, whatever I, I input as an opinion, that should be taken as an opinion and not as fact for this case. Okay, so opinion ko lang yon. It's just so weird. Why would he do that? Diba? So uh, he spent 10 to 12 hours in Solana Beach and he left at 6.30 a.m. Which is according to uh, people of California at that time, medyo madilim pa. So that's kind of weird too. So yun, he came home at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. And that was when uh, JR went to visit Maya, diba? You remember? And then after he left and then he was tired and although he he didn't see Maya at that night he heard Maya doing um, something in the kitchen like cooking dinner for herself and uh, Maya was talking to their daughters and was preparing them for bed and yung ginawa niya rin, of course he was tired so he took his son to bath and prepared for bed so yon hindi sila nagkita on that day again and he was so tired so it was just okay i'm gonna sleep so yon and then the next day yeah january 9 that was when uh the parents of maya came over and see to see her and then they found out na maya wasn't there january 10 um sunday that is according to larry when he started to panic because it was uh their daughter's birthday and uh, maya didn't show up like there was no maya on her daughter's birthday which is very unlikely of her because never nag miss si maya ng birthday ng anak niya and according to larry even if she can't be there physically he knows na Maya would call, but she didn't. So that was when he thought na there might be something or it really is something serious that is uh, that has happened to Maya. So that is according to him uh, the timeline from the day that um, that's my cat. <laughs> the day that um, they fought. So January 7 up to the day Nah, he realized that, that that was it. Maya is definitely missing. A lot of people think that this interview of Larry is very weird. He wasn't scared. He wasn't worried that his wife was missing. There was no, like there was no emotion at all, and that is very alarming to some people. But some people also argue that may mga taong ganyan na maybe he, he isn't just um, very expressive or uh, maybe on the outside he looks composed but it, but in the inside he's scared and wrecked too diba may mga taong ganun so that is also some of the opinions of the public Maya's family is actually friends with um, the investigator attorney Billy Lil Jr. Yeah, and um, two days after her disappearance, they contact, I think four days after she was missing, um, attorney Billy Lil Jr., let's just call him attorney Billy. Yes, attorney Billy, um, he went to Maya and Larry's place. 
So he introduced himself and Larry let him in. Nung pumasok na siya, he found Larry cleaning. Yes, the windows are wide open, the fans are in full blast, the trash can are drying, and then bath mats were hanged that he immediately thought of smelling bleach or any cleaning material kasi baka naglinis ng dugo or anything si Larry doon inamoy din niya kung may amoy na patay na katawan but there was none actually there was nothing daw like naglilinis lang daw si si Larry so he then asked Larry if he can go to the bedroom where Maya was supposed supposedly be at on the day that she went missing so sabi ni Larry, then you may go ahead, let's go upstairs. So makit sila doon. And then, yun, nakita ni Attorney Billy yung butas sa may doorknob. Alam mo yung butas na, na kung gusto mong buksan yung door from the outside, bubutasan mo so you can open it from the outside. Ganon. But it was already repaired and hinawakan yun ni Attorney Billy, Lil Jr., and then it was still dumb, so meaning bago pa siya. And he was like, um, Oi, Larry, this is still new, ah, sabi niya. And Larry insisted na it was like matagal na daw yung butas na yun. Maya punched it one time, so yun na butas. And I was like, Maya is only 5'2, parang kahit ko lang din. Aside from she has freckles sa mukha niya, I think parang kabadi ko lang siya and I don't think kaya ni Mayang suntukin yung door that would you know lumagpas sa door and then yun nasira I, I don't know I don't know a lot of people also said na parang hindi kaya gawin ni Maya yun so pumasok siya dun sa room and then he also found another hole pero as compared to the one na nasa door mas bago talaga yung nasa door yung nasa loob naman it's it's kinda old pero the same material yung ginamit to repair and then yon before pumunta si attorney Billy Lil Jr. dun sa bahay nila Larry nag of course of course, he's an investigator, so he knows what he was doing. So, before she pumasok, nagtanong muna siya sa mga neighbors, sa mga possible witnesses and friends, and then may nagsabi sa kanya na yun nga nakabukas yung windows na parang naglilinis, parang may ine-eliminate na amoy. So also, um, my freezer na nilabas two days after ng missing si Maya. So that was also noted. So pumunta siya sa garage to see kung andun pa ba yung freezer na sinasabi ng kapitbahay. And tinanong niya si Larry because the freezer wasn't there. So tinanong, where was the freezer? There, there was supposed to be a freezer right here, di ba? And then sabi ni Larry, it was given to a relative. So, hinanap ni attorney Billy Little Jr. yung freezer. And then, he later found out na the freezer was in Larry's Aunt Kathy and Uncle Ricky. Now remember these two, okay? Aunt Kathy and Uncle Ricky. Now before pa siya umalis or before pa siya lumabas dun sa garage, Attorney Billy Little Jr. noticed that the garage is strangely, spotlessly cleaned. Yung parang linis na linis siya. And unlike sa loob ng bahay, sa garage may amoy bleach. So parang naglinis talaga si Larry doon. So he noted that and before pa man siya lumabas ng bahay, he confronted uh, Larry about a statement of um of a citizen of a person na nagsabi sa authorities na like was it days before Maya was missing? Larry was asking if he like he was asking if he could have gun cleaning materials to clean his guns. I mean, maglilinis ka ng barrel, Larry. Why? Now, sabi ni Larry, he admitted that yes, he indeed asked a friend for a gun cleaning material because he was shooting the past few days and he wanted to clean the guns and 
there might be some gunpowder residue in his hand so I mean you went shooting Larry your wife is missing like it's so strange why all of a sudden you did a DIY repair you cleaned the house you gave an appliance out to your relatives and then you suddenly want to clean your guns let me remind you Larry your wife is missing and those are your priorities that's that's fishy I mean Maya was so determined to leave the marriage leave Larry that on the same day she was missing she filed for a divorce so uh, the divorce appointment was scheduled on Tuesday however she wasn't able to make it because on the following day she went missing before Maya went missing uh, she was able to mention that um, she was locked out of their family money so he, she has to you know umutang ng $10,000 para in preparation of the divorce and this is despite the fact that she is the main source of income in the family at the beginning of the investigation larry was being very cooperative to the police he also answers all the questions that uh, maya's family have and then he would let them visit the kids um he was just there trying to help but eventually he started to distance himself he stopped to cooperate with the police he also stopped speaking with maya's family and he got himself a lawyer although i feel like that is kind of wise thing to do at that point yes so um that was okay that he got a lawyer however um getting a lawyer actually made him look uh you know guilty yes and what's more weird is that after he stopped cooperating with the police he went to maya's facebook and deleted posts and then unfriended some friends i just don't understand why would he do that like your wife is missing and that is your priority to go on her facebook and delete some photos delete some friends i mean explain yourself larry in an interview uh, marie chris the sister and husband richard was actually asked what are their feelings about um larry distancing himself from the case and according to the two actually hindi naman talaga nila iniisip na larry is actually part of or one of the reason why um, maya is missing they are just confused as to why did larry stopped talking to them stopped cooperating with the police and they are also confused as to why larry is not even worried or you know he's not really showing anything towards maya being missing and he didn't even join the vigil and the community search parties that the family is being leading or you know for the past four months larry didn't even join one vigil or one search party now in larry's defense he said that the reason why kaya hindi siya nagjoin sa mga um community search parties or vigil for maya is that um since maya has been missing he knows that he will not be able to take it if something will happen to his kids so that is something and un very understandable however according to Marie Chris her husband actually they offered to babysit the kids if like dude if you wanna join the search parties we can watch the kids so that you can join and not let any stone unturned until we see Maya and um, some of the neighbors also offer the same also the grandparents of the kids actually offered now we can babysit the kids while you join the search parties however um larry is not accepting anything of it in an interview also in television marie chris and richard added that there was one time that uh, they were allowed to visit the kids and they were expecting that hugs from their nephew and their nieces however parang um, the kids were like they were just standing there and then eventually umalis lang din so 
parang nalungkot si Marie Cris um, upon you know sharing that moment na parang yung kids has also grown distant towards them and they are also worried na baka may sinabi si Larry about them na like oh they're the reason why your mom is not here and anything like that um, Marie Cris and her family is hoping na hindi binibrainwash ni Larry yung kids kasi nga dahil sa nangyari na yun yung parang the, the kids are no longer like the way they are before remember that the police was able to get uh, access of the CCTVs sa neighborhood um, one camera actually recorded Maya going out of the house going to her jeep may kinuha doon and she was on the phone i don't know if she was talking to someone or just using her phone and then after that bumalik siya ng bahay and that is supposedly the last time that maya has ever been seen kasi um the police thinks na maya never left the house because if she did hindi siya dumaan sa front door kasi if she did makikita siya, makahagip siya ng CCTV but never na siyang nakitang lumabas and one or another exit point that Maya could have taken if kung talagang lumabas siya ng bahay is through the car na nasa garage which is yung car na is yung SUV ni Larry now there are a lot of you know theories or um, haka-haka ng mga tao that Maya could have been killed and nilagay siya sa trunk ng sasakyan and then Larry drove off and disposed her body. But then again, these are just speculations. These are just, I mean, these are just opinions and theories and none of these should be taken as facts to the case. Now the police got a CCTV recording that recorded eight gunshots on the same day that Maya Maliete has been missing January 7 at 9.57 p.m. Yes, and the CCTV footage was, um, you know, analyzed by the USA Forensic and uh, they were able to confirm that yes, indeed, that eight loud bangs was actually gunshots and um, the, the public was able to hear it it's it's all over the internet if you want to listen to it and a lot says na on the first shot palang may maririnig ka ng babaeng sumisigaw and it actually gave me the the goosebumps that i don't want to listen to it now remember from uh, larry's timeline na when he got home on friday and he heard maya talking to the kids making dinner for herself yes right and the police actually interviewed her daughters and tinanong sila sabi ng kids hindi nila nakita yung mommy nila on that day the whole day no friday so that confused the public what was larry talking about Maya, and that uh, she was making dinner for herself that she was talking to the kids were the kids lying or was larry lying Maya's family are actually blessed to have a community who wanted to extend their help. Aside from the weekly search parties, there are rallies being held to urge the authorities to work on her case because it has been months and the police has no clear lead yet. Prayer vigils are also being held every 5.01 p.m. because Maya's birthday is on May 1. They recently celebrated her 40th birthday without her. The community is really working hard to find Maya. Her posters are everywhere, billboards, on t-shirts. Volunteers are tirelessly combing the area to find her. And it has been four months. So there had been a lot of um, search parties going on. And on February 8th, um, the search party um, warriors were able to find a dead woman's body out of Lake Mure 
So people were like, oh my god, they found a body. It is of a woman. And Sibmaya lang naman yung missing during that time. So they thought, they really thought that it was Maya. However, it was later confirmed by the authorities that the cadaver wasn't of Maya. On that same month, February, around February 28, the search party also found a set of bones and again the public went oh my god they found bones so it could be of mayas however um as a part of the protocol of course uh the bones were sent to uh the laboratory just to test just to check if it matches maya however it was uh, later confirmed that the set of bones found were not actually human bones but of animal so on may 5 the court ordered larry Miliete to surrender all uh, the guns that he owns because the police thinks that um, Larry could possibly be owning more than 20 or 20 firearms and dalawa pa lang yung um, nasa kustodiya ng mga police and there are 18 guns na hindi pa naso surrender. On May 7, 2021, there has been an update that Chula Vista um, Police Department has released uh, the second search warrant to the house of Larry Meliete and Maya Meliete. And at first, it looked like yung parang uh, they are searching for the SUV na ginamit ni Larry when he went to Solana Beach and um yon but it ended up uh the police seizing two long rifles yes in boxes of bala so apparently they were looking for guns to sabahay ni larry when the first search warrant was released that was way back in january 23 so as you see uh maya went missing on january 7 tapos january 23 pa nung sinerch yung bahay so there's this um good amount of time for the for any evidence to be you know cleaned up or anything but yun nga january 23 nung first na hinalughog yung bahay and uh inimbestagahan yung bahay and the police were able to get one um illegal assault rifle from Larry and two Glock um, handguns that were legally um, registered to Larry. With this, my inihain na gun violation restraining order. So um, in that order, um, quote unquote, the respondent, which is Larry, he knew that the police will come for um, his firearms and. He told the officers that um, namigay siya ng mga baril sa mga kaibigan niya. So, the guns were um, given away to his friends and the respondent, Larry, refused to disclose uh, these persons na pinagbigyan niya ng mga baril niya. It was also so weird that um, two of the Glock handguns na nasiz from Larry were actually purchased after the first search warrant was released so sinurch yung bahay niya nakuha yung um, some of the guns and then two days after Larry bought two Glock handguns it doesn't make sense to me I don't know why why does he have to purchase two guns well is he afraid of his life Hanggang ngayon, with all the kahinahinalang activities ni Larry, the family of Maya were very cautious not to accuse Larry. And uh, they were actually hoping, especially Maricris, that, um, you know, Larry would cooperate and step forward and say that um, he has nothing to do with the disappearance of Maya. Maya has been missing since January 7. It has been a long time, so uh, there was no arrest from the police, no uh, concrete lead yet. So the people have theories as to what really happened. And among these are the top three that I'm going to mention here in our episode. First is that Larry actually killed Maya. So that is one possibility. Um, it doesn't have to be like planned. It could be like 
aksidenting napatay ni Larry si Maya maybe during the heated argument natulak niya si Maya or um, napikon siya and he um, pulled the trigger towards Maya and then he killed her and he doesn't want to tell the authorities na hey I, I accidentally killed my wife so what he really did on January 8th was to discard the body of Maya however he did it if ever he did it was great kasi hanggang ngayon 4 months ang hinahanap but hindi talaga siya nakita and then the next theory is that um, may mga nakilala si Maya along the way and then uh, they abducted her no? Um, that could be a possibility and then the last theory that I can share right now is that Maya became tired of being a mother. She became tired of being Larry's wife that she want to start all over again and so she left. But of all the theories, my heart is telling me that there really is something going on with Larry. Yes, and although we cannot, you know, give our speculations right at this time since uh, the investigation is still ongoing and um, I don't believe na Maya would leave her children like she loves her family and no matter how tired she is of Larry I don't think she would leave like that so yon and it has been a long four months for the family that they only wanted to see or to find Maya and bring her home if not alive just for closure you know it's hard to think what happened to her so I'm really praying for the family so um although us Filipinos we can't join the search party and look for her from here but our prayers can move mountains so please pray for um, Maya to be found thank you for watching please comment down below hashtag bring Maya home in support to her family and please include her in your prayers court hearing I mean is scheduled on June 22 so I shall make a follow-up update for this case once outstanding improvements has been made so I hope by then uh, she is already home we are aiming to have more Filipinos or more people to know about the case of our kababayan who is missing in America. So please share this content para mas maraming makaalam and mas maraming makapagdasal. And finally, I hope everyone is safe. Immune system gaming is strong. Uh, taste buds are fully functioning. So that I will see you on our next update. Hopefully, by then, hawi na si Maya. Like, really really praying although despite the four months na you know uh, walang update and all but we're not losing hope we're not giving up on her and again i hope that um i will see you in our next video if not the part two yeah so thank you for watching this has been your amigang guapa zamieka for zamieka manila and i hope to see you on our second update bye Bring Maya home.